in scary times, it's hard to muster up, muster up confidence. What we all must muster up is the courage to continue to move forward. Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. We can't control the outside world. We can't control how long this virus is going to take to clear up. We can't control when our businesses will be allowed to reopen or, you know, if your business happened to be closed or your job starts over or if the job was lost. We can't control that. But what we can control, and this is the part I want to stress with all my inner circle members, you're our family, whether you're KVB, inner circle, or, or you're part of our high level masterminds, or you're here as a visitor, this is where you come to build strength. This is where you come to shut down that inner voice that tells you you can't. This is where you get to build that compelling future where you say, if I'm going to be in this and I can't control the outside, I'm going to damn well control what goes on in here. I'm going to control what goes in my ears, what goes in, what I see in my eyes. What I was going to say is doing all these things with our kids. My kids and I, every night for about an hour, we watch TV. Never used to. I'm not a TV person. We'll, we'll just watch Netflix or a documentary or, or last night we watched um, a Disney movie. Uh, we watched Frozen 2 last night, right? So nothing wrong with that. But if you're sitting on the couch all day, if you're consuming news all day, then who are you going to be at the end of this? If it's going to be here, we might as well be like, it was horrible, but look who I became. Look what I've adopted. What, look what capabilities I've created because at the end of this, and this too shall pass, do you want to be a hundred steps behind everybody, be left behind, not have new capabilities, not know what to do with yourself? Or do you want to build up a strength that you can skyrocket out of this? And when we do better, that's how we fix. If we fix the economy in our homes, then we get to fix the economy in our towns and our cities and our state, our country and the world. And um, I might be an optimist, but remember, I was a born pessimist <laughs> who fought really hard to be an optimist. And this is where I'm at. And this is what we can do together as a group, as a community. So stay in our groups, stay in the inner circle group, stay in, if you're in KBB, stay in the KBB group, uh, be a part. If you're in the Better Life Challenge, stay in the Better Life Challenge group, or if you're in all of them, visit them, because this is what we need. We have social distancing. That means we need more and more virtual connecting. And that's what we're doing right now. So here we go. Let's get to some questions that came in from you great people. Um, now, again, uh, my team put a name, but these every time one question, I would bet to say each of these questions that I'm answering today probably has um, 50 to 100 similar ones just like it. So Kathy with a C asked, how do you stay authentically positive every moment of the day? Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna go through these. I'm gonna anchor stuff in. Uh, almost impossible to say, stay authentically positive every moment of the day. Okay, that's the first thing. So give yourself a break. Um, I wanna tell you, I, I, I have a company that wasn't virtual. We had 70 plus people in one building. All of a sudden, overnight, we're virtual. And I got people all over working from home. We had to create new capabilities and learning through Skype. And we all got Voxer on our phone. And we're all doing Zoom, one o'clock today, Zoom with entire team meeting, all 70 people on the screen, right? Big shifts, crazy. If you don't think for one moment that some moments I'm like, oh my God, we're not 
impacting people the way we should. The company's not moving the way it should, or I, I can't communicate with everybody like I could. Or I can't get this video done. I, I just set this up on my laptop right now to deliver to you. I even put the light up myself and the cameras up myself. Like my whole point is that happens simultaneously. I have a brand new baby who's a week old today. He's born one week ago. Um, his immune system isn't developed. Our doctors like, do not go anywhere. Do not let anybody in your home wipe down everything obsessively. If you get something from Amazon, I don't know if my doctor's over exaggerating. I don't know, but I'm not going to take a chance. But if you don't think I worry about when I pick up my son and his face is red, I, I could get emotional. Think about it. His face is red and he feels a little hot. If I'm thinking, oh my God, did he get something that could, that could hurt him? Right. Uh, sorry. Um, and when that happens, I, my brain wants to default to, why the hell is this happening? Whose fault is this? When is this going to be over? I, I want my family to be here. We need help. Uh, you know, all those things. I'm not positive every moment of the day. But then I stop and I catch those thoughts. And I realize that that is my, this is my terminology, that is my inner villain. That is my, my wimpy self-conscious trying to protect uh, by focusing on what's wrong. And here's what I know, Kathy, and everybody else that asked a similar question. I've never done anything good in my life when I was in a fearful place. I've never done anything impactful in my life when I wasn't in a positive or whatever uh, aspirational mindset. I've never been in flow. I've never come up with the title of a new book or written a chapter or came up with the ideas of this inner circle training today. I've never had some a breakthrough with my team. I never came up with something like KBB. If you're a KBB member, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint course I did with my buddy, Tony Robbins. I, I laid out that entire thing on a whiteboard over two days obsessively like a mad scientist, right? Uh, two and a half years ago was something I made up and we made it real, right? None of them, none of that has ever worked. I've never been a good dad. I've never been a good husband or a good team leader. Um, never been a good side-by-side uh, -side partner with this, my high-level staff who help run everything that I do. I've never done any of that good. I'm not trying to, I'm, if, I feel like, if I feel like I'm being overdramatic, I'm not, because this is such an important question, Kathy. It's why my team put it there and so many people asked, is you can't be positive every minute of the day. But if you live there, if you don't acknowledge it, if you don't do whatever it takes to get out of it and you stay in that place, then what good will come from any of this? You, won't, you will be drowning in this rather than finding a way to thrive through this. So we all have different ways to get out of a negative mindset. But the first thing is to just acknowledge it. The first thing is to recognize it. What is going on with these thoughts? I'm thinking about all the stuff that can go wrong, that I'm going to lose everything. I'm not going to have a job. I'm not going to ever start the business. It won't work. People won't buy from me. I'm not smart enough. My family's going to like all of those things could happen, but focusing on them just magnifies them that, or magnifies it to the point where it most likely will happen. So recognize it and then realize if I stay in this mindset, what are the, what's the best outcome? And if I change the mindset and I focus on a compelling future and I gain new technology, I gain new capabilities, I gain new confidence, and I have the courage this is the muscle that everybody needs to listen to right now. In scary times, it's hard to muster up, muster up confidence. What we all must muster up is the courage to continue to move forward. And secondly, take advice, 
take capabilities from those who've already been there. There's a lot of people online right now telling you how to get rich overnight while you're home. Half of them, or the majority of them I see are, are, you know, they haven't even been in business through a down cycle, right? They got in business in the last 10 years, the greatest economic run in the history of the world. If you're in business in the last 10 years, congratulations. I am not knocking it in any way. I'm not being like the older guy who's bitter. No, I love entrepreneurs. I am the entrepreneur supporter. I will hold you up, get on my back or, or help. We'll help each other. I love the entrepreneurial journey at any age, any time. But sometimes you, you see somebody who's never been through it teaching you how to thrive in uncertain times and they're 24 years old. Again, not knocking, but you haven't been through it. You haven't experienced it. So you know, I've been, this has been my fourth downturn in the economy, the 80s, 9-11, the Great Recession of 2007. Um, and now here I've navigated, my buddy Tony Robbins has navigated, a lot of my friends have navigated and we learned how to do it. So what I'm going to share is gain capabilities from somebody who's already been there. You want to learn how to market, find somebody that knows how to market better than anybody else. You want to learn how to do hair, fly fish, uh, anything. I always say fly fish because I love fly fishing, even though I only go about twice a year. Um, but just learn from somebody who's already been there. Uh, acknowledge that that negative thought will get you nowhere. Replace it with a compelling future. And then last piece, I won't, uh, I won't go so long on the next question, is when you write down your compelling future or you write down. All right, here's a challenge for everybody right now. Everyone right now, raise your hand. If I can't see you, come on, you can see me, but I want you to raise your hand right now. Even if it feels awkward, even if you're like sitting there and people are looking at you, raise your hand. See, I'll do this challenge. The challenge is today. Today, write down the compelling future of who do you want to be? Who do you want to be when this is over? And what do you want to accomplish when this is over? Who do you want to be? Strong leader, role model. And what do you want to do? Uh, I want to. I want to start the new business. I want to gain new capabilities. I want to finish the course. I want to join the community. I want to be empowered. I want to have my business ready to explode. I want. Who do you want to become? Who do you want to be? All right, Kathy. That one little question sparked a lot, but that may have been one of the most. Um, how do I stay positive during crazy times? That's it. Raise your hand if you were thinking that. Okay, Matt asked. How do I get over my fear of marketing and selling right now? Oh, that's a really good question. We got that one a lot. Here's what I would say. If you are, I've been saying this a lot lately, guys, so if you heard it, sorry. Okay, if you are the only one in your town with hand sanitizer and toilet paper, I don't know, I don't get the toilet paper thing, but I get, I, never mind. Um, uh, if you are, the only one that has it, and you're selling it for $500 each, or you have medical supplies, and you are marking it up 2,000%. That's really shitty, for lack of a better word. That's crappy. That's, um, that's not cool at all. But if you have the opportunity to serve people in this time, if you are in the information age, the knowledge industry, and you're sharing capabilities like I am right now, listen, I know if you're a part of the inner circle, I get to change your life every single month. My biggest breakthroughs, I've been in business 32 years. Every single month, I get to share breakthroughs that could have taken me 20 years to figure out or lots of money and failure or I figured something else that took my business to a whole new level. You might not figure that out in 10 years. You might be struggling to do your own thing, struggling to get the marketing going, struggling to get the momentum, struggling to get the mindset where I can help you with it in one hour while we're live. I don't feel I'm doing a disservice to get people enrolled and be a part of my inner circle. I feel like I'm doing a massive disservice if you're not a part of this, right? 
Think about the, my inner circle peeps right now. Do you love being a part of this, right? What has this done for your life month after month? Same with KBB. Uh, if I don't get somebody, if somebody wants to be in the knowledge industry and they want to be a part of KBB, they, they want to learn how to do this. If they want to do it on their own, it's going to be horrific and, and wasted time. Or they might learn from somebody who's not qualified. I don't feel bad offering the Knowledge Broker Blueprint course to people because I know it can transform the life. My, my book, The Underdog Advantage. This book, I wrote this before all this happened. It is the absolute perfect book for today's world, right? I'm not feel, I don't feel bad if I'm gonna make an offer to help people with that knowledge. Now, if I said this knowledge is so valuable, it used to be worth X, but now I'm charging $200 because you're struggling and you need this more than ever. Then I'm a real piece of crap, right? If you're in the real estate world, right now, as the economy shifts, if the market shifts, there's gonna be a lot of landlords buying houses, if you're supplying landlords with houses during the down market, you're not hurting them. So what I would really um, encourage, because this is, I see it, it's on my notes, it's on here, and it's questions we had yesterday. A lot of people are saying, okay, I, I wanna do something online, but I feel bad selling. Listen, people are buying stuff. The world didn't die, and people are buying more now online than ever because everyone's home. And everything, everybody's doing things virtually. My KBB group, my Knowledge Broker Blueprint, Group. I keep talking about them because there's so many of them, so many of you in here right now. I challenge them over the last two weeks to just do a Zoom call. They're, gonna, they're in the information age. They're in the knowledge industry, right? I said, do a free Zoom call. If, whatever your hobby or your passion is, whatever you love to do, if you love to sew, if you love to eat healthy, you love to um, you know, be a vegan, you love taking care of kids, you love organizing closets, you love doing hair, you're good at makeup or any other thing in between. You're good at accounting, Excel spreadsheets, e-commerce. If you're good, I'm gonna encourage you over the next two weeks to help people because people are dying for information. They want real knowledge. No more Netflix, please. What I said is I encourage them to go do, set up a Zoom call. Tell everybody in your email list, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, tell all your friends, doesn't matter if you have two followers or 2,000 or two million and set up a Zoom call where you're gonna talk about that specific topic. You will be blown away. If one person shows up or 10 or 50, they'll be blown away that you have this knowledge that you could share with them and people want what you know. That's one industry that's gonna, in my opinion, thrive during these uncertain times, right? Um, so my whole point is, I believe selling is bad if you are hurting people. I believe selling is bad if you're selling an inferior product. I believe selling is bad if you are leaning into people's fears and providing them something they don't need. But I think marketing and making an offer right now where you could help people, where you can serve them, where you can deliver capabilities or deliver something they need or something they're going to want anyway, then I believe um, Marketing and selling done right is what's needed. Not is it good or bad, it's what's needed. Timothy, uh, how should I be preparing for myself uh, myself for when this pandemic is over? Um, I kind of went deep on Kathy's question, uh, Timothy, but I will share that because that's another one of the most common asked questions is preparing yourself is simply this. Let's go back to what I the challenge. Who do you want to become at the end of this? What do you want to be remembered for? Because here's what I know. This is one of those times in history we're all going to remember, right? Um, I asked this the other day, but I said, if you're old enough to remember when Princess Diana was killed in a car accident, I know right where I was sitting, right? I remember when 9-11 happened. I knew exactly where I was. I remember what shoes I had on. I remember where I was standing. 
this is one of those moments. You're going to remember everything. Um, you're going to remember everything through. Uh, I'm getting yeah. Okay, you guys are awesome. You guys have the chat. Do not stop chatting only because I can't see it. I will go back and read all of it. Um, uh, I love reading your comments. So um, then, right now, let me know if you're up for the challenge. Okay, give me a thumbs up or a heck yes. I'm doing the challenge. The last thing, right? And that is, who will you become? And what are you going to achieve when this is over? But going back to Timothy um, about the pandemic, it's really just that, Timothy. It's like you get to decide who you're going to be when this is over. And here's what I know is if we're going to remember this moment for the rest of our life, who do you want to remember yourself as? Did I say that right? <laughs> who do you want to be remembered as? Do you want to be the person that just sat around waiting for someone else to fix it, the government, the president, $2.2 trillion bailout. How many of us are actually going to get that money? I don't know. Maybe I hope a lot of you, deservingly so. I hope you do, but I'm not counting on it. I hope you're not counting on it. I hope we're doing things that we're being proactive, right? We're going after what we want. So how do you prepare? You prepare by working on you. You prepare by investigating right? Find industries that'll thrive. Again, I believe that, not believe, just in my past history, the the knowledge industry, sharing what you know in here, you're going to thrive, but you got to do it. You can't dabble. So that's what I'd say there. Steven, how do I avoid looking selfish and disrespectful uh, when I'm commercially marketing and selling my products? Okay. That was a redundant question. Sorry. That, That fell underneath the other one. Same thing. Selfish would be selling something without addressing. So let me go deeper on it. So you know what? My team doesn't do anything by mistake. They put it twice. That means there was probably 200 of those messages. Here's what I, here's what I would tell you. Um, I'm just looking at comments from my team to make sure everything's working okay. Uh, Cause this is the first time we've done it this way. Here's what I wanna share. Make sure your messaging reflects what's going on, right? The worst thing you could do is if you had an aspirational message about selling your product, your service, your course, your Zoom training, your mastermind, your virtual workshop, your book, your course, your training, or whatever it is you're selling. If you had a message from 30 or 40 days ago, if you ran that same message now, it could seem insensitive, right? It's like, hey, get my book, The Underdog Advantage, so you can take what you do, go to the next level, do this, da, 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 da. If I didn't mention that we're in a crisis, that a pandemic is here, that people are scared and they're struggling, if I wasn't transparent with that, it could seem really crappy. It could seem like I don't give a poop about anyone. So what I would say is talk to people as you'd like to be talked to. Talk to people like you're talking to friends and family. If you have something that can serve them, address what the, the, the elephant in the room, which is this virus that's scaring everyone. And if it leans into helping them, excuse me, if it leans into helping them, then make sure you share it. Listen, uh, and I'm going to go back and look at all these, okay? Let me just ask you this. Give me a heck yes if you love when someone just says it like it is in today's world. Don't you just want the truth? Don't give me the BS. Don't tell me all the hype. Just tell me like it is, right? Don't you just love that? Don't you just love when you see somebody just like, hey, this is real. This is how it is. This is what I have. I think the world needs more real now more than ever. Like I said, when it comes to something like Inner Circle, so many of you are part of Inner Circle. You know what this is all about. Every month, 
a reminder service or learning new capabilities on how to stay in the game, how to be, how to have competitive edges, not hurting other people, but have unfair advantages. Meaning again, not unfair, like you're cheating unfair, meaning learning from someone who's already been there, right? This is something I know transforms your life. I love this community. I love this family. Listen, my team has been telling me for years, we got all these other things. I haven't dropped this because I love the connection of who we have. I love the group that comes together. I love all the comments. If you love inner circle, you love being a part of community, let our, uh, let our guests know what it's like to feel a part of something bigger than yourself. And you're not out here alone and you're learning capabilities, right? I love inner circle. So when I talk about it, I don't have to be inauthentic. Is that a right word? Inauthentic? No, inauthentic. I don't have to be honest. I could just talk about what I know it does for people. I could talk about in times like these, you got to be a part of something bigger than yourself, be a part of a community. But if I was just like, hey, you want to learn to get rich overnight? Then be a part, like, that was kind of cheesy. That was really bad. I was trying for some kind of imitation, but didn't go well. But you know what I'm saying? So just change your messaging, Timothy, and address people's hearts. Do it out of caring and know that people are still buying. We didn't die. People still need things. In fact, online purchases are probably through the roof right now because everyone's home. Okay. Um, Let's see. Daniel, where do you see the best opportunities for success right now? Um, Okay. Uh, Daniel, great question. Um, Again, I don't want to seem like I don't care. Obviously, you guys know that. If you follow me, you know that uh, that's not the case. Um, But here's what I would say. Let me just, because I can say, be a part of the knowledge industry. That, that's my world. It's Tony's world. It's what we share with the world, share with everyone. Be a part of the knowledge industry. Start thinking about, you know, where you can deliver value from what's in here. People are paying for knowledge like never before in life. That industry is going to boom, especially um, so virtually sharing your knowledge. That's it. But there's going to be other areas. So I would do the research. So instead of just um, talking about the actual thing you do. I want to talk about all, talk about what I believe is the number one thing you could do. Uh, the best opportunity is obsessively work on your mindset, obsessively work on your mindset. Cause most people aren't, most people are scrambling and I get it. I, I, scrambling sounds bad. We're all scrambling, right? Some people worse than others. Some people's revenue income has been shut off. I get it. But if you don't work on your mindset, we could fall into some really dark places. And you're going to miss other opportunities. You're going to be looking for the magical thing to fix you. And none of that's usually true. We need, to, we need an unstoppable mindset in our soul that if we can build that mindset to, to be bulletproof, then whatever you plug in, information age, knowledge industry, selling e-commerce, whatever it is you decide to do, you will far surpass anyone with greater capabilities. Because if you have mindset plus capabilities, you'll go right by them. Uh, and again, not saying you're leaving people behind, but you don't want to be left behind and you want to have the, the, the strength to keep going. So I think it's truly important that if you want the unfair advantage, you want to know what opportunities right now, first work on you, first work on your mindset. And that's why being in a group and being here right now is so amazing today. Okay. Um, uh, Dranka, D-R-A-N-C-A. How do I put myself to work and stop procrastinating? Okay. That is like a two-tiered question, a two-tiered answer. That's better. <laughs> it's one question, a two-tiered answer. First answer, I already kind of covered with the challenge. Create your compelling future of who you want to become and um, what do you want to achieve when this is over. I'm going to add something to that, okay? I want you to add to that 
Who would you be if you don't do anything? Who will you be if you waste this time? Who will you be if you just binge out on the news and Netflix and don't accomplish anything and either sit in fear or sit in like, eh, we'll see what happens or wait for someone else to do it for us. Who would that, what, what version of you would that look like, uh, Dranka, in uh, 90, 120 days if you don't do anything? Yeah, I would bet to say that it feels pretty crappy, right? Even though we're scared. Um, but then, okay, so now that's the foundation, right? Boom, lock in. I don't want to be that person that wasted this time. I want to be the person that became a better person, a better version of myself. Okay, great. But now let's get uh, um, now let's gen- now let's get to some more tactical, a tactical side of that. Um, I would make a list every day. Um, now that I'm working from home, I got my little Tuesday list right here in my journal. Um, now that I'm working from home, is I write down every morning what I need to accomplish that day. Not what I want to, um, not just what I want to, not 6,000 things. I write down the top four to six things that I must accomplish that day. Now, if you want to really hack this, um, I would write down what you must accomplish that day um, to move the needle in your life, right? Because there's a lot of busy work we can all do. And we got a lot of busy work. Believe me, my wife and I are here by ourselves. We have zero help. You want to talk about busy work? I was scrambling before I got on this, helping my wife. I made uh, a breakfast for my kids, got them doing their homework, my older children. I got everything Lisa I can help her with because she's doing this all on her own right now. She's breastfeeding every two and a half hours. Like It's crazy. I, I forgot, all, completely forgot. I had, I had newborn amnesia because my youngest is 11. Um, and completely forgot. And it's doing, doing the, the you know, uh, burp cloths and swaddles and cleaning this and throw up and, and like, and running a company and doing videos and trying to serve and going live and doing zoom meetings every other hour. And in the middle of writing and uh, like, it's insanity. So I get it. So that means I must, with all the distractions, I must write down what I need to accomplish that day. And then I write down how I'm going to feel or what is the end result or how does that move the needle in my life? And when I look at that, I must get those done. Uh, Dranka, I, I, I must get those done and not procrastinate because I will feel bad about me at the end of the day if I don't. Now, is there busy work in between? Of course, but don't get consumed by the busy work. Don't lie to yourself. Everyone right here, come on, look in my eyes. Stop lying to yourself. We all do. I'm not calling you out without calling myself out. I lie to myself. I BS. I'm like, well, I was busy. I had to do this and then do that and do that. All it was was my subconscious doing busy work so I didn't have to dig into the hard work that actually moves the needle and can take me to a place of solution, resolution, and next level. So really identify what the heck are you doing that's busy work and what are you doing that can actually move the needle to make you a better version of you, to create new revenue, to get the company going, to anchor in new success habits that actually shift your thinking so you can focus on what's right. How do you become the role model? How do you become the leader? That's that's how you get your butt off the couch. That's how you stop procrastinating. Okay, uh, how do I establish, okay, let's see. How do I balance taking care of people and working on my goals? Leona, how do I balance taking care of people and working on my goals. Um, I think I kind of just shared that. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna just get real raw and, and real and raw with you guys right now. I kind of get energized 
on doing more than other people can. If you're here, you're part of KBB, you're part of Inner Circle, you clicked on a link and you're still with us here uh, 40 minutes in, I'd bet to say you got a little bit of that yourself. I like being able to juggle and get more done than anybody else. I like not to complain when everybody else does. I like being underestimated. I'm giving you kind of a peek into my world. I like when people don't see me coming. I like when people tell me I can't. I mean, I wrote the book, The Underdog Advantage. I love being an underdog. I like it when people don't see me coming. So you're like, what the hell does that have to do with balancing people and your own goals? I want to get it all done. I want to be so effective. I want to be so energized. I want enthusiasm when no one else has it. I don't want to listen to the BS that everybody spews out of their mouth. And I just want to do it. So uh, I'm going to give you an example again. This is not, oh, look at Dean. I'm so amazing. I screw up all the time. I screwed up on my son last night. This morning at 5.30, 6 o'clock, I wrote my son a letter because last night I jumped on his butt pretty hard over something and it wasn't that big a deal, right? So I screw up. But let me just tell you, this morning, I got up this morning. As soon as I got up, I helped my wife all night. You know, life is crazy. When we got two hours and 10 minutes sleep, the longest we've gotten since our son was born, and we were high-fiving at 1 a.m. that we slept two hours and 20 minutes or whatever it was. We're like, oh my God, that was the longest sleep. I feel amazing. Yeah, that's, that's my life right now. But I got up this morning and I, had some, I have some stuff that I'm working on, a couple of things that are just like a pain in the butt. Um, that's just being in business. So I had to deal with some, so as soon as I woke up, I jumped on my computer and said, let me get the crappy stuff out of the way. I worked on that for about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, no, about an hour. And then I made my son breakfast and I brought it up to him in his room and I gave him the letter and I gave him a hug and I said, okay, buddy, jump in the shower. Uh, he's like, can I ride my bike a little? I'm like, yeah, ride your bike in the driveway and then get to your homework because he's doing school. So he's like, can you help me with these things? I ran inside to help him with two homework things, showed him what to do. He set up on his computer. He did that. I went over to the gym, really crappy workout, but I got about 35, 40 minute quick workout in. Then I got a call from my team. I went inside and did that simultaneously. I ran in, I got everything ready for my wife. I made her breakfast. I made her uh, oatmeal that she likes because she deserves it. I set everything up for her. Then I got done. I, I, my daughter was sleeping in a little bit. She had to be up before school started at nine. So I went and woke my daughter up. I said, hey, babe, I'm going to make you breakfast. I'll make you a shake. I'll put it downstairs. I made her a shake. I came back in here. I set up this light. I called my team and said, hey, we've never done this with Skype before. How do we do it? Let's check the connection. I checked the connection. I set everything up. I got myself some water. I got my journals. I got the light. I closed everything. I told my kids I'm going to be quiet. I told my, like, okay, I'm just rambling. But in between that, there was a hundred other little things. And how do I, how do I um, work on other people? I, I want to set an example. I want to be a role model. I want to do all that. And then this afternoon, I want to go for a bike ride with my kids. And I want to talk about real stuff. And I, I want to I be a great dad. And I, be, I want my wife to be like, damn, he's the most supportive husband on the planet. I have a newborn and this guy just protects me and takes care of me. I want my team at my office to be like, holy crap, you know, there's a lot of people losing their jobs. And Dean's not doing that. We're figuring out a way to thrive in these uncertain times. I want to be that leader for them. I want to be that leader for my kids. I want to be that leader for my newborn and my wife. I want to be that leader when I checked in with my mom and dad last couple of days and asked them if they were okay. In fact, my sister and I just put a deposit today on a house for my mom. She's getting older. We're buying a house right next to my sister in Virginia. I, I want to be able to do that. And I work my ass off to make that stuff real because my mom had nothing her whole life. She worked 90, you know, worked three jobs to make 90 bucks a week when I was a kid. I never saw her. She worked her tail off. I wanted to take care of her my whole life. And I'm able to do that because of what I'm doing. I made that decision this morning in a text that came through. We made massive decisions. I want to be that leader, like I said, for my team. And I want to be that leader for you. 
I don't want to come on here and, and not have true capabilities, not come in here and just BS and talk. You know, if you're a part of inner circle, let me know with a thumbs up. Do I deliver real capabilities that are actionable every single month that you could put into play, not just hear myself talk. So I think through, so I journal for hours. I journal for hours. Um, and I got my journals all around here. I journal for hours and come up with the exact thing I want to share with you each month. It's not just, Oh, I'm live. Let me just throw that on. Okay. So I just went on a rant. Oh, how great is Dean? I'm not saying how great you guys got as much crap going on as I do. But if you go back over these questions, it's like, how do you stop procrastinating? I want to do the stuff that moves the needle. Even in my family, what I did for my wife today, I know she loves me a little more. What I did for my kids today, I know they love me a little more. What I'm doing for you today, I want you to, I love you a little more. I want you to be like, holy crap, Dean delivers real value for me than when I need it. He's here for me. I, I'm having a one o'clock meeting with my entire team. I want them to know I care that I'm here working. So when you ask me a simple question of like, how do you balance it all? is you gotta go up to what Danielle asked and anchor in a mindset that is unstoppable, an underdog mindset, have success habits, be the leader, be the role model, have, be energized by getting shit done, be, energizing by, be energized by solving problems, be energized by giving to other people. You know, one of the things Tony Robbins said to me that changed my life at one of his events. We were dear friends already and I came to the event and one thing he said is, you know what most people do wrong? They feel love when they get love. How cool would it be in life if you felt love when you gave love? It's like, oh, oh my God. Why is it, why is it that taught anywhere? Now, is that something that happens as soon as you hear it? No. But how cool is it to feel love when you give love? How cool is it to feel successful when you help others be successful? How cool is it to feel energy when you energize other people? How cool is it to feel like your time management is spot on when you help? solve problems for the people you love. Just shift this. This is where it all lives, guys. This is where it all lives. Up here, we're all looking for that magical thing that'll make it work. And I love helping provide that. So does Tony. That's why I write books and create great courses. But without this, what we're talking about today, and if you're thinking, ah, Dean, I just want the answer on how to make money today. Next month, we'll talk, we'll go deeper on tactics on actually doing things like that. If you're part of Inner Circle, you know, we balance between the tactics, the mindset, the marketing, and the momentum. We circulate through all them. But without the right mindset, it just doesn't work. And if you're feeling me, if you feel my heart right now, I'm going to go back. As soon as I'm done, I'm going to go back and read every one of your comments. If you're feeling what I'm saying right now, if you know this is the truth, if this made sense today, if you're so glad you're here, and you're so glad you're a part of this community, that you're part of Inner Circle, let everybody know right now. Let me know. So I want to serve you at the highest level. Okay, we're going to go on to the next question. I can get stuck on these because I'm passionate as heck about it. Um, okay, so two questions back to back. Dina and John. Dina asked, how do I stand out online? Um, John asked, how do I, how do you shout above the noise when everyone's fighting for the piece of the pie? Um, so kind of both things. So I always use this crazy terminology of how do you have be the only person that has a red shirt on in a sea of black shirts? That's what I always think about. And how does that, how do you, how, how do you make that happen? Now, remember this in different phases of the world, that could be different things. Some people choose to, you know, show the fancy watch or the Lamborghini or the, the, you know, if you're helping people make money, show the big check of 50 grand in five minutes. And that could make you stand out, but does that kind of look eh, right? And how does that, how does that 
work long term, right? Um, if you're helping people lose weight, you could just show someone. Um, let's see. There we go. We're back. Okay. If you're helping somebody lose weight, you could show the picture of someone super skinny and say one pill. It does it right. If you're fixing, helping people with relationships or whatever it is you do, right. Um, there's like a cheesy way to go about it. And then there's what the world really wants right now. I know this from experience, not from, uh, a guess. So that's another thing for especially the visitors that are here today. There's nothing I'm going to share with you that I ever haven't already experienced. I'm never going to share something I, I've never gone through. I'm not going to say, oh, I think I got a good idea for you guys about how to stand out. And then just spew an idea. A lot of people spew ideas. The world doesn't need any more ideas. you got plenty of them. You need the strategies that have worked so you can execute. And that's what you get from me. 32 years of being self-employed, uh, 32 years of being an entrepreneur, you get what works. So what I am going to share with you right now comes from my experience, comes from results, and comes from what's working. Right now, if you want to stand out, be the most authentic person in the room. Be the most authentic person in the room. If you're going to do a video to stand out, if you're not great on video, it's okay. People just want the best version of you. They want the realest version of you. People want to know if you care. People want to know if you have the capabilities. People want to know if you have the experience, if you have the results that they want, if you are experienced the results that they want. And people just want to know that you care and that you're the real deal now more than ever. So Neil and Dina or John, how do you stand out in today's world? Be the most authentic person in the room. Want to know the best way to do that? Care more than anybody else. I know that might not be the answer everyone's looking for, but I truly do care. I care about each and every one of my students. I watch my dear friend, Tony Robbins. He cares more than anybody I've seen. My buddy, Brendan Richard cares more than anybody I've ever seen. Like these are people who care. Rachel Hollis, dear friend, she's doing amazing. Jenna Kutcher, dear friend, they care. Not when the camera's off, does your life change? When the camera's off, they care even more. They work when no one's watching to create solutions. Now they're in, a, in the knowledge industry. You could be any industry. Care more in your industry than anybody else. Remember, feel love when you give love. Give caring, give capabilities, over deliver, feel good about serving people. And it just, people feel it. Like people always ask me, how do you, how did you scale above everybody else? How you been relevant for, you know, 20 something years and, in, 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 you know, from TV to online, how have you started 13 companies? I didn't have the answer all the time, but I know, and I don't have a specific answer for you today, but I know right now I care more than most. I care the most I can care. I don't want to compare myself to others. I know I care the most I can care. I know that if I have a product or service people need, I will do everything in my power to authentically get them to raise their hands so I could serve them. When you start looking through that lens, you will be the person with the red shirt on in the busy world of black shirts. So authentic, authentic authenticity wins. Um, uh, how do I stay? Pat asked. Um, how do I, how do I stay calm and strong for my family when there's so much chaos, fear, and uncertainty? Uh, okay. Uh, you know, here's the cool part about these questions is they all kind of compound, right? They all kind of lean into each other. Um, how do you stay calm? There's a million different answers. A lot of the stuff we shared already, right? Getting the right mindset, setting a compelling future. Who do you want to be after this? Do you want to be someone that didn't 
become a role model for your family, right? Didn't become a leader that you got sucked into the negativity. Listen, the crap is going to happen. So it's our interpretation of that crap and what we do with this moment that will define us. So I got something that's going to mess you up, man. Sorry. Pat, you ready? Your kids and your family are going to remember this moment for the rest of their life. Who do you want to be remembered as? Who do you want to be remembered as? The person that caved in, caved into the fear that did what most people do? Or do you want to be the person that was still scared to death and you found courage and you were courageous and you broke through and you found a way to be a role model for your family? You found a way to be the leader. You found a way to focus on your true north of where you want to go, not what could happen. A way where you are a devouring knowledge. You're becoming a part of communities like this. You're, you're, you're going through the KBB course and getting it done. You're, you're joining. You're reading the book from cover to cover. You're sharing the, the strategies that you learned. You're empowering people. Will they want it immediately? Some of them, no. But the more you show that, the more you set the example, you become their true north. You become the role model. Yesterday, um, I have to tell you a little something. If you watched my, I don't know if you watched my Instagram stories. Um, I try to do one every day for everybody. But yesterday, uh, my kids have been here for almost a week. And uh, today they go with their mom, my older kids. And uh, I said, we were dinner last night. I was like, I'm glad you're going to get to spend time with your mom. Um, but I have to be honest, this house is going to be quiet. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you so bad. And my son said, <laughs> I'm emotional today. Um, I love my boy so much. He's 11. What a, what a good boy. He said, uh, Dad, don't worry about tomorrow. We're, we're in this moment right now. Let's just focus on now. I'm like, oh my God, I'm teaching my son that since he was little. I never heard him say one word. I didn't think any of it sunk in. And it did. And he said that and it put the biggest smile. Like I'm emotional right now. It put the biggest smile on my face. It filled my heart that my son told me to live in the present. He told me to live in the now. That wasn't because I said it to him yesterday. It's because I try to be a leader for them even when I'm scared. I tried to be a role model even when I doubt myself. So if you want, Pat, if you want the, the, um, the unfair advantage, if you want the unfair advantage on how to do it all and how to be a role model, how to stay strong, is who do you want them to remember you as? Because they're going to remember this time. I hope you enjoyed seeing behind the curtain of one of our inner circle trainings where each month we teach next level mindset, marketing, and momentum, the three M's that I believe are the difference between wanting more and actually achieving more. If you'd like to be a part of our inner circle, we created a really special opportunity in these unprecedented times. Well, they're unprecedented times, so we created an unprecedented opportunity. And right now, you can go to deansnextlevel.com. That's deansnextlevel.com. Watch a quick video and see how you could be part of the inner circle for less than about a movie and dinner a month and gain those next level capabilities to thrive in these uncertain times. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it and also make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. Remember, all success starts here.